in three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About? The podcast where we help you understand what everybody is talking about in the news today. I'm Jack. I'm Jennifer. And make sure you share this content with everybody. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow all the social media, but don't follow people in person because that is creepy. And in this podcast episode, we're talking again about our fan favorite, Nancy Pelosi, and how she accordingly left the room to, de- de- to delay the infrastructure vote. Now, I believe when I read this article earlier, because I did read it mm-hmm. at work, which I'm not admitting, <laughs> um, I don't think she, maybe she physically left the room to, to delay the vote. But that's what I thought it was saying. Like, like, she just noped out of there and was like, we're not doing this. But I think it means more like she left room for there to be a delay. I think so. But it sounds better to be like, she just noped out. She did a hair flip, said ta-ta, and left. Yeah. Exit stage right. But But no. Speaker Nancy Pelosi on Wednesday said that stonewalling, uh, or said the stonewalling by Senate centrists, uh, Kristen Sinema and Joe Manchin, has completely disrupted the Democrats' timeline for moving President Biden's domestic agenda, leaving open the possibility that the House will punt once again on infrastructure, on the infrastructure vote scheduled for Thursday. So, literally, the email I sent you with this article said, Pelosi be cray-cray. I don't like the fact that we're calling, like, people not far left and people not far right. Like centrists mm-hmm. like this is some bad thing like shouldn't shouldn't we all strive to be a little bit more in the middle i think so absolutely <laughs> so to me that just sounds like oh those darn centrists just ruining our plans mm-hmm. i don't know just no i see what you're crying. saying and i will raise you this as well um nancy pelosi is the speaker of the house and non-centrist democrats are in control of of the house in the majority but they know that in the senate they do technically have a 50 50 split but at the same time they have joe manchin they have kristen cinema who they have to work with and this is another example of proposing a bill that you kind of suspect won't go through and are refusing to work to get it through then they're also holding the budget hostage Mm -hmm. and or they're holding that one hostage for their budget right well nancy pelosi is holding it up because she said we're not going to even talk about the infrastructure bill which is coming from the senate yes yeah until we get the budget passed which people are literally going to get furloughed on friday Mm -hmm. if they don't pass this budget And to me, it's just like, you idiots, sorry, will have your jobs. Mm -hmm. Although I don't know why, because you literally failed to do Mm -hmm. your one job. Sorry, I opened my mouth and my mother came out. (laughs) But you're absolutely right. Because for some reason, the Congress still gets paid, even if the government shuts down. When they literally were the ones who caused it. By not doing their jobs. Mm-hmm. It just mm-hmm. seems so ridiculous. And if it comes down to, so the government shuts down because you haven't passed the budget, because you cannot run if you have not decided how uh, uh, how the government is going to be paid, 
Right. And the fiscal year begins on October 1st, correct? Is that how that works? Is that I, why it shuts down? Okay. Um, I know that's typically when most fiscal years begin. It's like October 1st. Um, but, but, but some of the functions of government still run. I mean, they have to, obviously. But if you're talking about what gets funded during that government shutdown period, your representatives should be on the bottom of that list. You should not get paid. Because, I mean, and it's like you said earlier, you're like, well, they'll get paid eventually. Okay, yeah, and so will the senators. And yeah. so will the, the congresspeople. Mm-hmm. Fine by me. And collectively, their pay put together could fund a lot of programs. Because, I mean, like people like Border Patrol agents, mm-hmm. their jobs are affected, if I'm not mistaken, because they're federal employees, right? Right. Uh, so, national parks and all sorts of things. So, I mean, things like Border Patrol can't just stop mm-hmm. just because they're not getting paid. So they still have to go to work. Let me stop you right there. We do not have to worry about border control because they have plenty of funding because they are currently selling their horses, which with that cash, they can fund whatever whatever uh, responsibilities they, they have to, to finance. As soon as he was like, I knew this was not going to be a serious sentence. Um, I, I would like to imagine that they are doing that, though. Selling the horses? It's like uh, Congress calls and says, hey, guys, uh, we know we're $28 trillion in debt. <laughs> and we haven't could passed you, a budget yet. How much could you get for a horse? Yeah. Could you get a trillion, maybe? I mean, there, it's a very racist horse. So a very racist horse. <laughs> Can you sell those whips, too? Yeah. What do you mean you don't have whips? I saw some pictures. Yeah, there was a whole picture. Oh, it's attached to the horse. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it's the... Oh, never, never mind. Okay. Uh, we take it one step at a time, Pelosi said to reporters after huddling with members of her caucus in the basement of the Capitol. (laughs) In her crypt. crypt. They huddled in the basement? With a single light bulb hanging from the ceiling. I thought you made that up. No, it's in there. Because you add things sometimes. Can you imagine they're in the basement? It's unfinished. And she's like, I've been here for 80 years and no one has put a rug down here at all. (laughs) Oh, dear Lord. Abraham Lincoln used to sit right over there. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Pelosi be cray, y'all. She also reported, repeated her intention to not bring legislation to the floor. Well, she had to bring it upstairs, but... Uh, Literally, not, like, yeah, really. up to the floor. Um, not to the floor. That does not have the votes for passage. Leaders of the Congressional Progressive Caucus, I didn't even know that was a thing, say half the group is prepared to vote against the infrastructure bill unless the larger social spending bill moves in tandem. Pelosi noted that while the House Budget Committee has already approved the blueprint for the larger social spending bill, the second piece of Biden's legislation wish list the Senate moderates balking at the $3.5 trillion price tag has stalled in the process. In the meantime... very weirdly worded sentence, and it was very long. I mean, essentially, they're saying they're not going to pass one without the other. And and that's what's stalling. So wrong. I mean, really. Because they are just using it as a a political, I don't know, shoehorn to get it through. Yeah. And literally tomorrow, they're probably just all going to be like, well, okay. Mm -hmm. I guess guess we'll sign. I guess we'll pass your bill. Or they're going to wait for 30 days because the media called and said, hey, this is making great headlines. This is good. Just keep it going. Shut it down and it'll be even better. Mm -hmm. Just lock that basement door. Don't come up. 
Um, can no, no. In the meantime, there was this, oh my God, we can't go to that number, Pelosi said, invoking the Senate holdouts. Well, that completely sets off the timetable. I'm sorry, but Pelosi sounds like a total Karen right there. Because she, I, like, I can just imagine her being, like, planning, I don't know, her daughter's wedding or something. And just mm-hmm. being like, oh, my God, you, we have to spend this money or we're not going to, like, have the correct timeline. And I don't, I don't know why. I'm just imagining her, like, doing something way less important mm-hmm. that like that's how it sounds is it something like really stupid right like this big really event but it's actually her. like really mm-hmm. an important thing like passing the budget and you're like mm-hmm. holding it i don't know have you ever seen arrested development no oh gosh so this reference is going to go right over your head there is a woman in that show the mother of the group of people mm-hmm. and she is very well off and she looks like nancy pelosi with shorter hair but every time something doesn't go her way or it gets chaotic, she like grabs her hair and goes, ah! I feel like that's literally Pelosi. Seriously. Seriously. It is so funny. You'll have to show me a clip later. So uh, Delaying that vote would be sure to infuriate the moderate Democrats who are fighting for immediate approval of the Senate-passed bipartisan infrastructure bill and won a promise from Pelosi to do it this week. I Didn't we read an article that said Joe Manchin was against the infrastructure bill? Was he against the infrastructure bill, or was he against the spending bill? I thought so, because he was against the high spending, and, and both of those are high spending bills. Yeah, I don't uh, remember. An initial Monday vote on the infrastructure was already kicked to Thursday when it became clear that there was no House-Senate agreement on the larger social benefits bill, which liberals are demanding before they'll support the infrastructure proposal. Without those assurances, it appears the liberals have the numbers to kill it. Pelosi said Wednesday that she won't move one bill without the other. We're doing it simultaneously, she said, and upping the stakes in the ongoing debate, she declared that a simple promise from the Senate centrists to support the larger social spending package would won't be enough to spur the House to act. Instead, she wants legislative text to be drafted on the broader piece of the Biden agenda. We come to a place where we have an agreement in legislative language, not just principle, in legislative language, that the president supports, she said. It has to be his standard. The prolonged impasse arrives at a delicate political moment when Biden's approval numbers are falling and Democrats are also scrambling to prevent a government shutdown this week and a Treasury default next month, all in the face of entrenched GOP opposition. Biden is racing to break the logjam meeting Tuesday with the two centrist holdouts, Senator Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema, in an escalating effort to win their support. So, I also remember when we were talking about this, Mm -hmm. I want to say like earlier in the month, someone, and I can't remember who now, talking about the, like, the... I think they were talking about the the spending bill because they wanted the infrastructure bill passed. I believe they were taught the, I believe it was a Republican, but it could have also been like a more moderate Democrat. But their point was, they were like, we can sign it today or we can sign it on the 30th. And either way, it makes no difference to the budget and, and the government shutting down. That's kind of why I say like, they're all going to find their peace and harmony tomorrow. 
Right, because what what was it? The government doesn't shut down until October 1st. Until October, if they haven't passed the budget mm-hmm. by October 1st, that's when it shuts down. Right, so this is from NJ.com. It says the government shutdown will begin Thursday, September 30th at midnight mm-hmm. when government funding expires. Yeah. And I remember when we were doing that video and, and reading that article, I was kind of like, you know what? You guys have a point. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let Pelosi bully you. Keep her guessing and make her sweat. Mm-hmm. And I really think it was Manchin that said it, though. Probably. Yeah. I mean, they're the him and 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 uh, Kristen Sinema. They're really the only two pieces that are really at play here. I yeah. mean, Republicans don't have the the votes in the in the Senate. You I mean, they have, have fifty the votes. But but Kamala Harris would be you know the the, the tiebreaker. Tie right. Yeah. But yeah, I remember like being fully in support of that. Like, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Don't sign it until the 30th. Mm-hmm. Cuz if you sign it on the 1st, then she just gets everything she wants and there's still no guarantee that she'll do her part. So. Mm-hmm. And I think I was talking to you about this as well. And I'm not an economist. So if I get this completely wrong out there, tell me and the, and, and that's fine. But I've been going over the the numbers um for what government brings in and 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 puts out every year. And a $3.5 trillion spending bill is is actually less than what we usually do. So if I'm looking at 2020, which obviously is an outlier, we spent $6.5 trillion in that year. But in a normal year, so if you take 2019, we spent $4.4 trillion. Now we take in, in 2019, $3.4 trillion. So it's actually less spending for, for the budget anyway. Now, you can make the argument that the infrastructure bill then takes it way over where we, where we want it to be, mm-hmm. or, or based on what we're, we're taking in. But just for general spending, based on the fact that we're bringing in $3.4 trillion and the budget is $3.5 trillion, it kind of offsets it. Didn't we read, though, also that this only <clears throat> seeks to increase the spending 3.5 billion over 10 years uh, 3.5 trillion, trillion over 10 years over 10 years so right so it's only an additional 350 billion for at least 2021 so is that, and every subsequent year after that is that in addition to maybe the other 3 billion or 6 billion that we're already spending. I guess that's what really hasn't been clarified for mm-hmm. me in any of the stuff we've read. Like, like your thought is is this additional spending? Is it yeah, is that why we're all like up in arms? Because that kind of makes more sense. If we're still already like we have our standard budget that mm-hmm. we need to run of 6 billion dollars. Now you're making me think cuz I just assumed that it was a straight it was just the budget for the next year. That's what I've been thinking, too. Which is weird why they would say it's 3.5 over 10 years, which so doesn't make sense. That's because, what has me thinking. It's right. that additional $350 billion on top of the $6 billion we're already spending. So, see, we learn as we go. Mm-hmm. We correct ourselves. We'll have to look that up because that would definitely <clears throat> change my argument. Because if it is truly just $3.5 trillion for the next year... And we bring in three point four trillion. It's really not but if it's as bad re- as people would be making it out to be. Sure, we wouldn't be helping the deficit at all, which we should be helping because we're twenty eight trillion in debt. Um, but, but it's not that bad. I didn't start thinking about that though until mm-hmm. we started talking again about it being over ten years. So that to me only says 
says that it can only be in addition to the standard of what we have to run the government. Or do they mean it's $3.5 trillion every year for 10 years? Oh, gosh. No. We've opened up a whole can of worms. No, I'm pretty sure it was, it was specific that it was over 10 years. Not, not for 10 years. So, Or I'm totally wrong on that. I don't know. So let's see. Is the $3.5 trillion bill over 10 years? Oh, boy. That says to me that's not a clear answer. Uh, Okay, so from the Wall Street Journal, this is an opinion. It says the title is $3.5 trillion is a phony number. Mm -hmm. Mm, I don't know who wrote it, but... Um, So let's see, blah, blah, blah. Uh, They're claiming, the Democrats are claiming that it's $3.5 trillion over 10 years. So $350 billion. The truth is... That even that gargantuan number hides the real cost of their plans. The bill moves through committees. Uh, the bills moving through committees are full of delayed starts, phony phase-outs, and cost shifting to states designed to fit 3.5 trillion into a 10-year budget window that can pass with a mere 51 Senate votes. Even if the bill shrinks to 2 trillion or less, the real cost will be far greater. Behold one of the greatest financial cons in history. Remember, this is a Wall Street Journal opinion article, mm-hmm. so it's going to be uh, written with a, a, a little bit more of um, uh, an opinion. Wording. Right. Uh, start with the child allowance, which, which is among the bill's most expensive provisions, extending the 3000 to 3600 uh, $3, per child payments for a decade would cost roughly $1.1 trillion. So remember, it's, it's including that child allowance where they're getting uh, funding for child care, like pre-K, and it's also doing the, the free college tuition for two years. So maybe that's where they're saying that, sure, it's a $3.5 trillion budget for this year, but these programs are meant to last for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to cost you this amount for, uh, for 10 years. Yeah. Um, Although I will say on that note, sorry, mm-hmm. the extending the child tax credit that uh-huh. was started, you know, the, the increase was started during the pandemic way to go actually passing something properly or submitting something properly because this is one of the things that that seeks to do is extend the the tax credits for for parents that was started in the the increases were started during the pandemic the 300 dollar. yeah yeah so that's one of the things i believe it seeks to do so like good job not just being like hey supreme court keep renewing this so Oh, That's was a that? side note. Oh, that was passed in the $1.9 trillion mm-hmm. back in February or mm-hmm. March, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. So. So this just kudos. extends it. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so the $1.1 trillion, that is the extension on child tax credits. Uh, that's as much as all of the income tax increase on individuals passed by the House Ways and Means Committee. I think what they mean by that is that, so individual income taxes, you get around $1.6 trillion per year. Um, and, and so if you're, so whatever the, the child tax payment, essentially you're raising it by as much as we're already paying. So, mm-hmm. so 
Democrats have hidden the real cost by extending the allowances only through 2025. Even if Republicans gain control of Congress and the White House in 2024, Democrats and their media allies will bludgeon them to extend the payments, which will cost another $110 billion each year. The GOP will be accused of raising taxes on middle-class families. Democrats are using a different time shift to disguise the cost of their Medicare expansions. New vision and hearing benefits would kick in over the next two years and cost about $20 billion a year. But Democrats are delaying the phase-in of much more expensive dental benefits to 2028. This saves $420 billion over the next 10 years, but the costs explode after that. Oh, no, child aren't getting dental care. How dare they? Uh, I think this that's through Medicare. Doesn't oh. right. It's the Medicare expansions. And Medicare, correct me if I'm wrong. That's for homeless individuals. No, Medi- oh, that's for older individuals. Yeah, Medicaid the, is Medi- for homeless individuals not who can't homeless, afford. Just disabled. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay, this still like this is good, but is this going to get into our question of is this in a, this is obviously in addition to our typical budget. Yes, because these are programs that are not intended to kick in for years greater than next year. So what they're saying for this one, for instance, the dental benefits are not kicking in until 2028. So technically, what's happening in 2028 is not in the budget for this year. So I guess in that regard, you could even say that this $3.5 trillion is for the next it's going to be over the next 10 so years. So technically it's less than what we spend on a usual year if you take out the things that would start in a few years. But it's still an increase on what we typically are spending. Right. So right. I guess I can see where people are like... Mm. It's an increase, but it's a decrease at the same time. Kind of. Well, no, it's an increase. Right, it, right, right. It's an increase, but mm-hmm. like it's just going to fluctuate, I guess. It's an increase, but it's not technically three point five trillion today. It it's, is. It is, but it isn't. Right, we're not explaining it very well. We're really, I, we, really not. I get what you mean, but uh, anyway, uh, then okay, so it keeps going on and on. It's saying that there's other things in it that don't kick in for a few more years. Yeah. So it really just is three point five trillion this year, but things don't crop up until a few years down the line okay so my guess my new question is do Mm -hmm. we even have a budget like has anybody even actually made a real budget or like that we need to keep the government going or are we just focused on this how much how much do we need to pay the electric company has anyone figured that out probably not i mean or you know like fema how much Uh does fema need to you know for all these hurricanes that we have three turning in in the atlantic no we have that it's not outlined here it's going to be in the bill remember the bill is really long um i don't know if you saw my instagram post and i'll pull it up right now but they do outline uh how much money is going to each specific program um let me see i got it right here okay so this comes from i oh gosh i can't remember Oh, uh, the data lab. Uh, so every year we spend about $1.3 trillion on income security. That has to do with like uh, homeless individuals, people who have lost their jobs. Social Security is $1.1 trillion. Medicare is $776 billion. Health, 
uh, I think health includes like research and development and other things that aren't covered by Medicare. Uh, 748 billion national defense, 726 billion commerce and housing credit, 571 billion, and so on and so forth. Um, and the total budget is something like. Uh, Did you guys all see my eyes glaze over with I all know, the numbers? I know, I know. But we do have an actual budget. But a lot of these, I guess the criticism is a lot of these things are in addition to the usual budget. So and that's why we have to pass this with the regular budget is because it's going to be an increase. Oh my I, my are we question, back to this argument? My question yeah. is, it's just like pass your stupid budget, prevent the government mm-hmm. shutdown, and figure this shit out later. I, yeah, I would agree Sorry. with that. I get what you're saying. Pass the regular budget. This extra stuff you can vote on. But they know mm-hmm. unless there's a threat of a government shutdown and you have all the people mm-hmm. like being mm-hmm. like, eh, and the media, mm-hmm. and nothing's going to happen. So right. oh, they make me so angry. Have they ever heard of like crowdfunding websites? Couldn't Nancy Pelosi like get on CCTV and go, hey, everybody, uh, I want you to go to Indiegogo and... I want no. you to fund this family who needs Go dental benefits. Go to the Indiegogo. I don't know how to do it, but ask your, <laughs> your grandchild. I don't know. <laughs> I don't listen to Nancy Pelosi, right. so I don't know what she sounds like. Um, but no, I agree with you. They should just pass a regular budget. Just stop freaking everybody out. And if you want to vote on increasing the amount of money that kids get, or you want to vote on two years of free college tuition. Or more infrastructure. Or more infrastructure. But, like, mm-hmm. literally the first thing you're supposed to... Well, okay, I don't know if this is true for the federal government. Mm-hmm. But I know my mom's argument was always... Because um, she worked for the state of Alabama. So she had... Mm-hmm. And she was an accountant. She, she had a very vested interest in right. figuring out what they were going to do every fiscal year. The first thing in the Constitution of the state of Alabama, the first thing they have to do when they go into session is pass the budget. So the first thing that they do every legislative session is they make a motion to extend the time that they have to pass the budget. What? Yeah. That's dumb. Mm Mm-hmm. And they would always wait until the very last minute Mm -hmm. to pass a budget. Wow. Now, I can hear the comment section already, but Jack and Jennifer, the other additional things they're part of the budget as well because we have to spend money on them. Duh. So they're part of the budget. Fair. But you can pass those after you do the important budget stuff first. Because, again, if this is additional, which right, it's new. obviously it, it and there is. There needs to be a discussion about it. M- much to the surprise of me and Jack, who clearly were just like, yeah, no, this is fine. This is mm-hmm. just the budget. Like, like, figure this shit out that you have to have figured out and then work on this Mm. also what have you been doing nothing for the last (laughs) however long you've been working we have to pass the budget it's due in a month it's due in a month the last nine months screaming about masks or something else the infrastructure again are these important bills yes should you maybe like prevent your government from shutting down right. and your treasury from collapsing. Uh-huh. Shouldn't that be like number one focus? I would say so. I, I get asked this maybe when I go I'm to wrong. job interviews. How would you prioritize these items? Has anyone asked them that? Are we asking them that in these debates? How would you prioritize yeah. your legislative session? Because can mm-hmm. we start? And let's be real. I agree with some of the things that they're trying to push in there. Like dental for Medicare. Heck if yeah. I think about it just generally, Medicare is for old people. 
Old people have dental problems. Dental problems lead to malnutrition, which leads to more hospitalizations, which leads to death. So it's pretty good. Which, I mean, you can get dental, but you have to have, like, a Medicare supplemental that covers dental, and you typically have to pay for it. Right. So, like, oh, they're, yeah. obviously they're not going, like, completely I mean, that's private wrong, almost but, at that point. But also, like, I mean, I agree with that, and... and but the social worker in me is also like the dental care they're gonna get is crap because the dental care they get from medicaid is crap oh my gosh i love when i like agree with you <laughs> and then you're like no you're wrong no no no, no. Now, i'm not saying I'm you're no wrong. longer identifying as a liberal <laughs> no. when you're talking about I'm, things i like i'm not saying you're wrong yeah. i do agree i and i think it's great there you're like yeah uh, no let's give dental to the old people yeah, but really. like but yeah, realistically, I want old people with good smiles. Realistically, like having worked with Medicare and yeah. and patients who like half the stuff patient like people actually need uh-huh. is not even covered. Okay, if we have to forego anesthesia, fine. They're old; they probably can't feel it anyway. Like then you get, <laughs> we'll save costs there, I guess. Um, jokes, although it's already clipped out of context. Yeah, yeah, so. it always is. So. Um, All right, so. Um, dental care for the elderly leave in the comments if mm-hmm. you're on board is that a thumbs up or a thumbs down for you just leave an emoji and we will see you in the next one bye guys <laughs>